Well, let's welcome Nelson Sepulveda to MSU today. Nelson is a professor of electrical and computer engineering in MSU's Outstanding College of Engineering, and he's leading a project that the MEDC is funding that it will be a semiconductor camp next summer on campus for 8th and ninth graders that we're going to talk about. Nelson, welcome. Thank you very much for having me over. Could you first kind of talk about what is the semiconductor manufacturing industry? I guess it's been down over the last several decades in this country, but what is that industry? Why is it important? Sort of frame this issue for us. Right. So I think that the best way probably to start to make the point and make it clear that the the importance of the semiconductor industry is to perhaps, I'm going to start with an ask a question for you. I'm going to challenge you to give me one piece of technology that you think does not involve semiconductors. I, I guess I'm not, I can't, couldn't think of one. Not a single one. I, 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 and don't feel bad. I have asked this question <laughs> to many, many people, and nobody can give me something because if you backtrace everything that we have, cell phones, communications, cars, everything has chips on some point, and those chips are made of semiconductors. And it is in this area, it's in this very important field worldwide that the U.S. actually has been falling behind. For the last 30 years, our, our uh, role in the game has decreased by 25% or more. So it is a problem nationwide for us, and it is something that we need to address. And to address this issue, um, in last July, the, the Congress passed what is known as the CHIPS Act. So the CHIPS Act is essentially a large investment that the government has done to incentivize and promote awareness and interest in the field. And large, it's $52 billion. And that, that's five, two, and then nine zeros afterwards. That's, that's a lot of money. And the biggest part of that investment actually is in the Midwest. And Michigan traditionally has been the capital of manufacturing, right? It's, it's our fingerprint is what we're known for, the automaker and industry. And, and that industry actually uses a ton of, of chips and semiconductors. So based on that, in, that was basically the, the background of the need for the investment in, in this field. And the opportunity comes to Michigan in the form of a need. There was a need to do something, and Michigan just happens to be placed in the right place at the right time. So inspired by this, I approach MEDC, who has been collaborating with us before and have funded us before for other programs in EV industry and so on. And I propose to them that the idea of start working, changing the culture around semiconductors in in the entire nation, especially in the state, because typically if you think of semiconductors, and if I think of myself back when I was, you know, a child, if somebody's told me you have an opportunity to do a, a camp in semiconductors, my first reaction will be frown and be scared. I, I, it's, it's not trivial to me to see how this could lead to something important, even less exciting, really. It's not AI. It's not robotics. It's not a topic that, it, that automatically you jump into it, right? But it is extremely important, and it also could be fun. So I propose to MEDC the idea of creating a program to incentivize and change the culture around semiconductors very early in the lives of our Michiganders. 
So we're going to be designing this program for eighth and ninth graders, and we want to start very, very early in the, pro in the process. To my understanding, there's not going to be another program like the one that we have planned for kids that young in the Big Ten, to my understanding at least. So more about it. It's for 8th and ninth graders primarily targeting the Detroit area? Correct. Yes, we will be focusing on uh, underserved communities in the Detroit metro area. I am going to actually try to make a pitch also to uh, see if we could also tap on, on Lansing rural areas as well. And, uh, and the idea here is to, as I mentioned, it's, it's about breaking the stigma, realizing that that it's not something very, very difficult. When I talk to people and they hear the, the word semiconductors, usually the reaction is that this is something very difficult and even boring, really. It's, it, it doesn't really excite me, and it's, it sounds like I have to be in college for that. And the focus for this program will not be on teaching kids how to solve Schrodinger's wave equation or... Or, or how to dope semiconductors and how to understand how electrons move in us. No, it will be designed with the idea of having kids understand two things. Number one, the first question that I asked you when I sat here, there's nothing that moves around technology-wise that does not involve semiconductors, so it's extremely important. And number two, it could be fun and you could start learning it in middle school, really. It doesn't, you don't really have to wait until college to start learning it, really. And is this, you know, the hot thing is to learn coding. Is this maybe your hope that the next hot thing for young people is to learn about semiconductors? Well, that will be, that will be the, 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 the goal, right? If I can have, if I could impact these this young lives to go and start learning by themselves on semiconductors and inspire them in such a way that the topic of semiconductors goes viral, that they go back to their communities and they sit down in dinner tables and they can't stop talking about semiconductors. And then they grab their phones and they search for other things related to semiconductors. And that teaching legacy stands way beyond the, sum the, the summer program, I think, the program was was successful. That was that was exactly what it was intended to do. Yeah. Well, if you can pass on your excitement on this, I think that'll be a beneficial thing. But should we back up a little bit and sure. define what is a semiconductor? So, a semiconductor it's uh, a material that could conduce could uh, conduct electricity or could not, and you design circuits around it so that you decide when some current is flowing or when some current is not flowing. And that act of deciding if it's conducting or not conducting could be translated to a one or a zero. And that language of one and zeros is what drives every piece of technology that you have nowadays, including the computers that run your code that you code, that you programmed. And it, it, the way I actually, one of the first activities that I have in mind for the kids is having a, 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 an analogy built, and I love doing analogies, especially with young, with, with young minds, an analogy of having a pipe that has three ends, like a T, right? You have water flowing from one to the end to the next, and then on the top one, you have a, you, you have a, a pressure stick that you push in or push out. If you push in, you block the water, water is not flowing. That's a zero. You lift it slowly, water begins to flow, there's current, that's a one. 
And based on that analogy, kids, the hope is that kids could immediately see something that they could understand very easily and relate and then immediately go back and say, oh, this is happening now, but instead of with water, with little tiny particles that I can't see. That, but I can't see them, but I see the result because if I look at the monitor, I do see a, a light jumping, like blinking. So there is something happening. I don't see it, but it it's happening. So that domain of knowledge from mechanical domain or water to the electrical domain with electrons and holes is what I want to make it rather trivial for them to at least understand. And I have always said that you can't, before you start teaching, you need to inspire. You have to. Otherwise, it's not going to last and it will end the day you end teaching. And in effective teaching, you need to have this lasting longer than the program itself. You need to inspire them and let them realize the importance of it and let them know that it's something they could start working very early, that they will have a huge impact, that they, if they work on that and if they get excited about it, they will get they will accomplish great things. And that is by basically the initial approach that I will have with the program to inspire these kids and have them motivated and which is also part of the, the proposal that was the, uh, you know uh, written to MADC. We want to inspire young minds. So if there's an eighth or ninth grader listening or family members, can mm-hmm. someone apply to this or are you going to go out and recruit people? How does someone so, get excited about this and get in the program? That is the very question because this is the very first year that we're doing this and it's a pilot program. I'm relying a lot on, the, on my friends on the College of Engineering with the Drew Kim's office. And Drew Kim is, a, is very knowledgeable about where to find students that will be interested and will make the best out of this opportunity. And he has plenty of collections in the, connections in the Detroit schools and in Lansing as well. So I trust him on the part of the recruiting part. But the hope is that after this pilot program runs, we get generate so much excitement <laughs> that MADC next year has no other choice but to fund this again for several weeks, not just one week. This year, we're doing a week, one-week program. Next year, we want to do three, four, if possible. I'll bet you do, too. So, well, Nelson, just summarize then what you want us to know about semiconductors in this cool pilot program for 8th and ninth graders. I hope that uh, my excitement actually shows in the sense that I am, and I hope that my bosses don't hear this, but I am actually more excited about this program next summer than I am for many of my duties as faculty in, a, in MSU because it's... Is the potential to have an impact really with these kids, and 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 trans- there's nothing better than transforming lives. And I recently heard someone say, I think it was Jim Carrey said, uh, the biggest, uh, the impact that you have on others is the biggest currency there is. And and it's just, it is a very um, exciting moment for me to try to work with these young minds to have them realize the importance and the excitement that there could be in the field. We're going to have these kids in the very first day dress up in bunny suits. And they are going to get in a clean room where state-of-the-art technologies and equipment. They will be doing optical lithography. They will be doing patterns, drawing patterns with metal lines uh, on, on lithography masks that will be used in very, very expensive equipment to translate to circuits. And 
they will actually have to look, they will design it at the, at the macro scale, but they will actually have to look through a microscope to see the impact of what they're doing. So when you give kids the understanding that something you are doing could be miniaturized and could be integrated into a larger system that could move the world, really. It's literally that. It's there. The, every, the world moves because of semiconductors. Hope, my hope is that that experience transforms those minds and have them at least give them the opportunity because, as I've always said, when you put talent, passion, and opportunity in a blender, stars are born. And this will be kids that, and this is actually a great part of my excitement, this will be kids that will be talented, will be passionate, but maybe they don't have the opportunity. By me providing that opportunity, it's a great part of the excitement that I get to feel yeah. this. And Nelson, is there a website, though, or some, where somebody could get more information? We're on? working on that. Okay. We, recently, our college went through a college website rebuild, so uh, we're trying to figure out where to put what, but there will be links to the, uh, to the program, and I plan to invite media. I plan to invite the parents. One of the things that I would like to do, and I have to talk to Drew Kim about this, is I really would like to have, at the very end of the program, have the parents come over and... And the kids will be all these experiences for the kids in the semiconductors and the activities that we have, the educational activities will be complemented with activities from the program itself, social activities, fun activities out you know, after hours. And we want the parents to 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 feel or understand the level of impact that this program will have in their kids. And being a parent, there's not no better. It's there's no better pleasure than seeing your kids succeed or have a fun experience and a and a, a productive experience, really. Well, when that is up, I'm sure people can find it at egr.msu.edu. There will be a link off the main engineering uh, page, or you can just look for Drew Kim walking the That's hallways right. of your school. And yeah, Drew, and he's a wonderful guy. Yes, yeah. I know <laughs> Drew. Can you? Can I get in your program, Drew? Yeah. So, well, Nelson, thanks so much for telling us. This is such a a Spartan land grant thing. It's so cool, and your excitement is palpable and contagious. So appreciate you telling us about it. Thank you very much. That's Nelson Sepulveda. He's a professor of electrical and computer (laughs) engineering at Michigan State University, telling us all about the semiconductor camp for 8th and ninth graders, funded by the MEDC happening in the summer of 2024. That is correct. Here on campus. And I'm Russ White. This is MSU Today.